turn 9 at Silverstone Corpse Corner, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen battle up for the lead of the race. Louis, uh, Max Verstappen on right on the outside, Lewis Hamilton on the inside. Oh no, they crash! Max is in the barriers! What a crash! Is Max okay? Oh no. <laughs> Hello everyone. Ariana, uh, thank you for that lovely intro. <laughs> um, clearly that's going to be a big topic of what Definitely. we're talking about Definitely. today. Uh, my name is Adam Lyons. I am obviously once again joined by RM. Hey, what's up, guys? And uh, we are the Undercut Podcast, and we are back for another episode. Yep. On this episode, we are reviewing the Silverstone Grand Prix, mm-hmm. the British Grand Prix, sorry, yep. at Silverstone. Yep. And yeah, I'm sure a lot of people, if they know I'm a Red Bull fan, are probably tuning in for some some hot, juicy takes. Yeah, exactly. It was a very, very eventful race like i i mean i knew Silverstone's could be a very eventful race it always is it always is a show for the fans but it was so nice to see all the fans back in the grandstand and it was so yeah. nice to see a whole atmosphere behind the race i think this was emotion involved for each of the drivers and first of all i'm so happy that max is actually okay and it was 51g impact like yeah that is that is some serious force of impact like i said that yeah that's gonna be a big part of what we talk about mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, let's just. Do you want to talk about that first? Let's I don't think we should do a thirty-second race review because I think the thirty-second race review is just going to be. <laughs> Max it will be. It, it will be. I think I'll just do it. It's a tradition. Let's just. Let's just do it and then. Yeah, we can't traditions. Traditions exactly. Is that, is that meme dead yet? <laughs> I don't know if you. See, I, don't, I don't know if you guys. If you saw the group chat, we have a group chat from the podcast and a meme in today of Lewis Hamilton and Red Bull of how like he just attacks their inside and makes them spin. Did it with Albon yeah. twice, did it with Max a couple of times. It's just it's just traditions, you know. The beer in hand it's traditions. traditions. Yep. But thirty second race of you. I wouldn't say attacked, but yeah. yeah. Alright, alright, you're up first. Three, two, one. An eventful Silverstone Grand Prix. First of all, how happy Max is actually doing okay and he's fit and fine. Um, the whole incident was a very, very weird one. I don't, I don't think it's solely one driver's fault. I think it was, it takes two to tango, and I think it was partially their fault. But, but Lewis, being the experienced seven-time world champion, should have known that not, not to put your wing in there. Great drive from McLaren, I would say. Um, another amazing drive from Lando. Could have competed for the podium, but I think the pit stop ruined him. Thirty seconds. You went way went too way long too about long, the match just happening and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. And it's so hard there's so many things happen in that race it's really hard to get it down into like 30 seconds yeah. the sprint race was both eventful and boring I'm going right yeah. now by the way uh, eventful and boring you know I, I liked it but disliked it I'm going to suggest some changes mm-hmm. uh, the Max and Lewis incident happened which I'll talk about in a bit mm-hmm. yeah great race from Lando amazing race from Leclerc right. uh, Perez really dropped the ball <laughs> on this one and it was an overall it was an okay Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. And wow, I saw four seconds. Very nice. <laughs> you, you can see Adam when he has less energy in the podcast. You just know Red Bull hasn't done well. You just know like yeah. there's like a bit of like overwhelming pressure on this podcast because Red Bull has not done well. For yeah, for this podcast mm-hmm. and in future podcasts, I've been trying to uh, put my biases aside. <laughs> yeah. Because. Obviously, I, I'm not gonna. I like to come into the races uh, in these reviews factually, mm-hmm. and there I'm. A, I've always been factual, but 
without trying to do it without bias. Mm-hmm. Saying that, completely Lewis's fault. Max Verstappen's the GOAT. <laughs> Ban Lewis for the season. All right, let's get into this. Let's, let, let's get into this. So if you guys don't know, if you haven't watched the Grand Prix yet, um, and lap, so Max Verstappen crashed down lap one. Basically, um, Lewis took the sprint pull. I guess, I don't know what to call that. The sprint pull. Let's call that. Basically had pole position. Well, Max, Max took the sprint pole. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Lewis took the normal. I'm, this week was confusing. Lewis took. Lewis took the regular pole yeah. after qualifying. Max, Max took the sprint uh, pole. Got off leading the race. Lewis was right behind him. Into Cobb's corner. Max was on the outside. He did have the racing line technically. Um, Lewis saw an opening and his, went put his wing in. Hit Max. Max spun out. 51G impact in the barrier. Caused a safety car and a red flag in the end. And. Yeah, I think. Okay, what do you think? Is it solely one person's fault? Well, I. I think a lot of people are pretending that. Or not. A lot of people are like thinking about this incident like it's the first time this has ever happened. Uh-huh. And they're kind of freaking out about it. Like, this is a pretty common occurrence vis a vis 1996 or 1997, I think, with. Uh, Jacques Villeneuve and Michael Schumacher. There was the 1989 incident with Art and Senna. Mm-hmm. The 91 incident with Art and Senna. He had a bunch of yeah. bunch of stuff going on back then. Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton in pretty much every Grand Prix. Yeah. Most notably Austria, mm-hmm. so, uh, Spain, and Belgium. Yep. Rivals come together when you're fighting hard. I think it was... I've watched the footage for this... Um, of that incident a hundred times mm-hmm. Max's POV Lewis's POV and the broadcast POV yeah. but the helicopter one where it shows from above yeah. because f- from the angle that they show at the race it looked like Max completely cut off Hamilton Yeah, yeah. but yeah and I can honestly ramble about this for a couple hours but <laughs> we'll keep it relatively short yeah Cobbs is not really a corner that you should overtake in that fashion. Like Some people have compared it, oh yeah, but they do that in F3 and F2. These are not F3 cars. Like These are not, when you're going around at those speeds, which are significantly faster, Mm -hmm. and much wider cars, you can't both go into a corner like that. Like It's way different in something like F4 or F3. Yeah, totally. Especially when the cars are that quick. Totally. You know, Hamilton... Hamilton did come up alongside Max, but he wasn't ahead of him. Yeah. But he was more than halfway. Yeah. But I think for Lewis, it was just a, a, a move out of, I guess, desperation. I think I think if he wasn't, was it 20, 30 points behind the championship, he definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. have. You wouldn't have seen Lewis Hamilton make that move. I think it was it was that he was behind and he needed to get away. Because you know Max. If, if Max was leading lap one, there's a very good chance, apart from the strategy... You know Max might win that. Like Lewis is very hard to very hard to follow in these in these generation of cars, and I think. Well, Hamilton's strategy depended on him leading after lap one. Yeah, like he needed to be leading after lap exactly. one for his strategy to work because Max would just kind of walk away. Yeah, and it's it'd be pretty difficult for Lewis to overtake. Exactly. So, yeah, going into the corner, I think. Well, not I think I I know with a lot of certainty what happened was Lewis got the slipstream on Max, yeah. had a much better exit. And he just carried a little too much speed into that corner. 
because if you look where they make contact, mm-hmm. Lewis did have room up the inside. Yeah. But Max wasn't going to back out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Lewis it, it was Lewis's fault. I I think I and I think a 10 second penalty is a bit of a joke. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I you know, like you can't really judge a penalties based on the severity of the incident. It's yeah. just it's occurrence. I was going to ask you, I was severi- gonna ask you what, what do you think would have been a suitable punishment? I, I know, like, well, for example, um, Dr. Helen Marco said that he should be banned for the race. Yeah, that's. I don't think Hamilton should be banned for a race yeah. for something like that. It was a really, you know, a dangerous outcome, but that's... They both know the risks going into that. Yeah. Max Verstappen, if he didn't know the risks, he, like... He would have, he would have backed. He could have backed up. Yeah. But he didn't because yeah. that's the job that they're in, and that's what they're doing as racing drivers. A ten second penalty was, it, it was fitting. I thought it was a bit of a joke to just even give him a penalty. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna give him a penalty, don't make it ten seconds. Yeah. Because his the car is so quickly and is so quick, and as soon as you take out Max. Yeah. He has really no one. Like, Botas was absolutely nowhere. Leclerc had pretty much no shot. Like, you knew Hamilton was going to catch up. But I've watched the footage over and over Mm -hmm. and over again. And Hamilton was kind of pinched going into the corner. But when you're going into that corner, it's so high speed. And it's not like a lot of other corners on the circuit where there are two lines. You cannot take two lines. If Max went wider yeah you know this is like this was a corner this is a game of inches mm-hmm. and if max went wider to give hamilton all that room he is way off the circuit yeah would lose the position to hamilton and then probably lose the position to leclerc yeah yeah i think hamilton is a seven-time world champion kind of needed to realize that the car is mega quick on the straights mm-hmm. way quicker than red bull and he probably would have had a pretty good chance of overtaking him in the back straight yeah so I don't think he really should have gone for that move. But I don't necessarily believe anyone was truly, truly at fault. I think to a certain extent it was a racing incident because it yeah, was two fiercely competitive rivals fighting on track where it was milliseconds and seconds. Like it was the tiniest of margins that caused that accident. And yeah, millimeters. Yeah, the tiniest of tiniest of impacts. And but I do think a certain fault would go to Lewis more than Max because I do think Max was ahead of the corner and Lewis has raced enough as Silverson to know that that corner isn't a place you can overtake as you said I don't think it's it, unless the car has gone extremely wide like how Leclerc went extremely wide off that Lewis had an easy yeah. line where he had enough time to break and turn and get actually decent apex out of that corner unless the car has gone mm-hmm. extremely wide or has broken early to do a switchback that's the only possible way you can definitely get around or overtake on that corner, I think. And I think Lewis knows the risks of the potential of what's going to happen. And I think certain blame would go to Lewis just for, the, just for the reason of he knows he's a seven-time world champion. Yeah, he, I'm going to be... Oh, yep. I, I, think, I think he knows the risk on that corner. And yeah, we're, we're, we're lucky that it didn't have a major impact on Max. Like we're very lucky. 51Gs isn't a tiny... Than a tiny yeah. like I don't think none of us would ever be able to like I hope none of us experience that in our lives and if we do, we don't have the necessary training to not get away mm-hmm. from that. Max luckily does, so I think Lewis Caesar probably like if he wasn't that behind the championship, I don't think he would have done that. 
I just think if it was a little bit easier to overtake, yeah. I think he just this is after Spain yeah. and losing five races in a row. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton is like I don't remember the last time he lost five races in a row or last time Mercedes lost. Yeah. Five races in a row definitely hasn't been in the hybrid era. Yeah. I think it was just a little bit of, he's just been a little fed up yeah. of Max yeah. bullying him. Yeah, basically. Essentially and he yeah, he needs so he didn't want to get back at him but he was taking a stand mm-hmm. and not backing out of that corner but he knows Max isn't going to back out either. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what happens when you go racing that close mm-hmm. and that hard. Yeah. And Exactly. But for Lewis, I just it was a little bit of a a dumb move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if he had a much more convincing, yeah, um, convincing approach, like if he was ahead of Max, yeah, then he could have had control over the corner. But Max had the line. Mm-hmm. Lewis was pinched. He missed the apex. Yeah. That was the other thing. Missed the apex, caused an incident. Exactly. Max, Max didn't really do anything to cause that incident. He he left plenty room. Yeah. where some people think he turned in. And to be fair, it is yeah. a turn, so you kind of have to turn in. But he didn't like completely turn his steering wheel, a complete yeah, well, he ninety turned, degree, he, he, just to he get turned in. Yeah, s- turned in, saw Lewis was coming up. Yeah, corrected it, and then had to turn in, or he was gonna either end up in the barrier or the gravel yeah. or way wide. Yeah, and Lewis made contact. So yeah, yeah, definitely Lewis's fault. Yeah, but you know it it takes two to tango. So I agree with. I think Red Bulls was just a little too harsh. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think it was Lewis. more on the fact that it could have been a lot worse. The accidents. I think the like the emotions are running high. Oh, in the moment. Yeah. And like I love the I love the team principal and the FIA radio. The best part was in Toto's yeah. like, uh, Michael, I sent you an email. Michael just went, um, I don't check my email on the race. Um, yeah. <laughs> like a bit of sass on that. That was just one of the best bits. And I mean. I feel the rivalry between Toto and Christian is more exciting than Hamilton and Verstappen, yeah. because like you don't see them on track. You see you see the off track like battles with the words and like in the media mm-hmm. interviews, and it's just like very fun to watch as an F one fan. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, more exciting than the. Hamilton oh yeah, definitely not. It's just very cool to see like off the track. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just part of this one of those parts of the sport exactly. that's a lot of fun like, yeah those off the track exactly. mind games and battles and yeah so but I absolutely cannot believe that people were racially oh abusing Hamilton I, I'm abs- I'm yeah fucking disgusted I was gonna bring that up but it, I, I can't it's it sad yet. to see just, because okay Lewis whatever you done lap one that was a bleep in fucking hell a great drive from him to have a 10 second stop penalty and still and Leclerc was actually pretty quick if you think about it he he outdrove yeah. that Ferrari that day and he was mm-hmm. he led every single lap apart from the last two and it takes a lot of determination a lot of a lot because you can get easily shaken up from that like seeing Max go in such a way and Max is one of the best drivers on the grid you saw the way that he reacted to that and that almost like it, it made him dizzy and probably had a concussion with it as well and just to come yeah, back from that and channel that entire like the fear or the the thing of having the sense and channel it into a great drive that's freaking amazing and the thing that he he didn't get as much credit as he as he deserved and getting racially abused for that was just pathetic and horrible to see in my opinion yeah i, I can't believe that fans will yeah really take like 
say stuff like that. It was ridiculous because, I mean, that's unacceptable in any context exactly. ever. But, yeah, it was a really good drive from Hamilton. He, he made that move again twice. Yeah. Obviously safer. Yeah. But, yeah, it just didn't work out with Max. It was a massive incident, and we'll see in Hungary. Hungary's a very uh, Red Bull-focused. Yeah, exactly. Red Bull-focused track, but... We will see, but moving on. Moving on. Do you have anything else to say about the Hamilton Verstappen? Nothing. There's not a lot I'd, that hasn't I'd, already been I said. I think that's it. I think we've agreed that it is partially Lewis's fault, um, but it takes two to tango, and that's about it, I think. Yeah, but I I, I also said it takes two to tango. Yeah. Yeah, I, I but I kind of think it was way more Lewis's fault. Yeah. Verstappen just was taking the corner normally, yeah. leaving enough space, yeah. and Hamilton went wide, missed the apex, hit him. Yeah, basically. And basically. Max, it was, it was, I believe it was Max's corner, but some people might have different opinions. Exactly. Moving on, Charles Leclerc, the Ferrari. Well, let's talk about the sprint qualifying. Right, let's do that, let's do that. Charles Leclerc, that was what good did, as well. <laughs> yeah. All right, what did you think of the sprint qualifying? Um... So I didn't, I couldn't watch the actual race. I watched the highlights afterwards. But I think it was it was a different change. I mean, watching qualifying on a Friday was a bit was a bit of a weird one, and it was yeah. a bit like, oh okay, cool. I'm watching on a Friday. Like normally I don't I I watch FP one or FP two, and that's about it. I don't really don't watch a lot of practice. I I rather watch the highlights and the actual whole practice. But it was weird seeing it on a Friday. I I think I liked it to a certain extent where, um, it was really good to see Alonso that overtakes he took. Um, really unfortunate for science that he got he spun out because of Russell, but I think well Russell spun him out. Yeah, yeah. I think un- unlucky for science, but yeah, uh, in my opinion, I think it's a very nice addition to to the F one calendar and to the whole F one setup. But I don't think it's that needed. Yeah, I you know I have a couple thoughts on the sprint race. It's I have a podcast and I want to share those. I think it needs to be a little bit shorter. Yeah. I think 17 laps is, or like one third is a little too long. Like if it was, what made Baku that sprint so special was it was two laps. Yeah. So there was a ton of desperation in those two laps. Yeah. I don't think the sprint qualifying should be two laps, but I think a nine or 10 lap mm-hmm. standard race yeah. would be a little bit better because then that's really when the desperation starts to set in i mean but the racing was the racing was really good i think i like everything it was just like is it is it needed is it really needed to have a sprint race and like the reasoning behind was that people the younger audience have less of an attention span but i think qualifying is more exciting than a sprint race because unless i think with these gen of cars maybe a sprint race isn't worth it because a it's so hard to follow so you're basically you aren't you aren't following much. You're like you're in you're in the radius, but it's just I can't overtake him, <laughs> and yeah. it isn't very competitive. But next year, if the if the cars are what they say it is, fingers crossed, and they are very competitive, then I think the race is worth a shout. I think definitely it's worth a shout. But I don't I don't think we should take out the essence of qualifying. Yeah, I'm very conflicted because. Watching the sprint race was, was really, yeah, really bizarre. Yeah. On Saturday, we're watching a race that was very quick. It was yeah. only a half an hour. Yeah. But it was still racing. After COVID, 
uh, stop the uh, season from happening last year until July, I swore I would never complain about a bad race. Yeah. Except for, well, most of the races I actually complain about on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm complaining about this one as well. But I'll never take watching a boring race for granted. I yeah. appreciate the Russians and I appreciate the Spains and the yeah. Monaco's, even though I love watching that race. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's more racing. Yeah. So it's more entertaining. And Ross Braun said it himself. He says, we need, we want more viewership on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. And more total views. It's a, it's a money thing. And from a business perspective, because Arian, I know you and I both are business savvy. Exactly. It's genius. Yeah, it makes us from that from a business standpoint definitely makes sense. I think it brings a lot. I think for the first time, I probably switched on Sky Sports for watching Friday because normally I don't. Yeah. I don't watch a Friday practice. I just legit watch the highlights mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's the first time I did turn it on, and I uh, again, I is it necessary in a way to generate more of an audience? Yes and a no. I would say it shouldn't be a permanent thing. I don't think it should permanently replace qualifying or be the way it is. I think on certain yeah. tracks where racing is possible, for example, like I wouldn't want to see San Monaco at all. Like I would never want to see San Monaco because a sprint ra- a race by itself is very as as a as a if you're a standby if you aren't like a normal F1 fan, watching cars go around Monaco isn't special for you because like you don't know the history, you don't know how hard it is to drive on that track. But for F1 fan knows the history, it's very good to see. So I definitely don't want to see around Monaco or like Abu Dhabi or the old Abu Dhabi track at least. But I think on like tracks where it's very easy to overtake, like Silverstone, I would say is pretty pretty a decent track to have it on. Mm-hmm. I think they really have to just go all in with it or yeah. don't do it at all. Like doing it at some tracks is yeah. like more unfair because cars are better. Mm. Certain cars are better at certain tracks. Yeah. Yeah, but my final kind of opinion the, the race this weekend was mm-hmm. it was okay yeah max took the lead at the start just walked away with it yeah the battling it was okay yeah again. but going into 2022 when they open up hopefully when the battling can get better yeah the racing would be a lot closer and people would be more aggressive i think they need to change the format yeah though like i don't think having that three the Q1, Q2, Q3 qualifying is necessary. Mm-hmm. I think they need to adapt it a little bit more to F2. Yeah. F2 has a, th- if you don't know, F2 has a 30-minute qualifying yeah. on Friday. Yeah. And then the sprint race Saturday, or the feature race and the sprint race or the sprint race and feature race. Yeah. And I think F1 should do something like that where it's a, you get 18 minutes or 20 minutes and you go up and set your best lap mm-hmm. instead of having the three-tiered system. Yeah. But there are also a lot of challenges with that. Yeah. that people will probably argue with me in the comments or the in the reviews. Mm-hmm. And then I think the sprint race might need to be a little bit shorter. Yeah. yeah. And the cars need to be a little bit more aggressive. But I like that they could start Sunday on whatever tires they wanted. Yeah. I think that, that was I was a bit confused on what the tires would look like. And I think that mm-hmm. you can start any tire. That that's pretty good. But again, I think I I like I like. Do Do you think you? I'll tell you my opinion. I think I like qualifying more than sprint races. Oh, I, th- yeah, I think so as well. I like the extra racing. Yeah, but the, now the qualifying just really means nothing. Yeah, because the sprint race essentially doesn't mean anything in terms of points, like winning the sprint yeah. race. But so it's just extra qualifying. Yeah, which you don't really need the extra. I mean, qualifying. it is. But then again, they, the FIA didn't call it a sprint race; they call it sprint qualifying. 
Yeah. Which is. But even Martin Bruggle and David Crawford. Yeah. Like, let's be real. It's a race. It's a race. Everyone was exactly. saying it was it's a, race. a race. I mean, like, I, I don't like premises. One of the reasons I don't like it is I think there's enough of the two R's we see on Sunday. As in, I love seeing cars racing around, but I think mm-hmm. qualifying just, like, you, you, you wouldn't see a George Russell get into Q3. Like, you wouldn't see a mm-hmm. George Russell get a top 10. It was so unfortunate when he finished ninth yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Man's never finished a race in the top <laughs> yeah. ten. Finishes ninth. Yeah. And he can't no, get my final <laughs> I don't think I've stated my actual mm-hmm. opinion on this, like my final is yeah, I think they should keep the sprint races. Keep I, it. That might be unpopular because it's messing with the DNA of the sport. Yeah. And yeah, it does. But it's a sport that is constantly evolving and changing Definitely. for the better. Definitely. And it's more racing. It for me, it did not take away from the race on Sunday. Oh yeah, definitely. I thought the race would be boring and the strategy would be different. It affected the strategy a little bit, which was unfortunate because the tires were blistering really bad yeah. at the end yeah. of the sprint race. So they knew kind of the tire deg yeah. data go at a way better level going into Sunday. But they already have a lot of that data yeah. or data if you're a data person. Anyway, so it was racing. It was fun. Yeah. I love how they had the, uh, I don't know how to say it, a wreath, wraith? Yeah, yeah, wreath? yeah, yeah. The yeah, wreath, the wreath. Yeah. At the end of the, and how they did like that parade lap. Yeah, the crypto.com truck. <laughs> crypto.com, real weird. <laughs> but yeah, I think they should keep the sprint yeah. racing. It it adds more, just another another fun thing to look forward to. I was like, wow, I can't believe I get to watch this race. Because yeah. I love watching the races, but I'm very sad when they're over. Yeah. And I have to wait two weeks to watch this again. Yeah. So getting a double dose of it, it was very exciting to me. I definitely agree that it didn't take a lot out of Sunday, which is which, which I thought it would. I thought the spring race would mm-hmm. be a legit copy of Sunday. Uh, um, Saturday would be a copy of Sunday. I think that's good. It just qualifying has a whole like essence to it that I really like. I yeah. think I like qualifying more spring races. But I mean, I, I like the innovation. I, I love the ideas that Formula One generating and that they're trying it out with F one. The sprint race, yeah, it was interesting. You had Fernando Alonso just go. Cool ham in qualifying you went from 11th to 5th yeah in a couple corners i was watching his onboard uh, i think formula released the onboard of him like overtaking the cars he was i loved seeing that it was like it was like vintage renault alonso like overtaking the cars it was just lovely to see as a formula one yeah it was yeah it was really nice to see him just really come alive and he has come alive in that car way faster exactly. than anyone thought he would exactly especially looking at the Danny Ricardo struggles I think I'm not gonna lie I think Danny had a freaking amazing weekend oh he had a really amazing defending defending against science for so long was just really really mm-hmm. good decent qualifying yeah. was always he was always for like very far from Lando but that he wasn't far enough that it would cost him position I think that, mm-hmm. that, that that's a that's what he needs I think as long as he's in like He's one position below Lando. I think that's his like minimum goal he has to reach. I think he is doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah, this and yeah, the sprint qualifying was Russell had a great performance despite mm-hmm. taking signs off. Yeah. And Perez, oh just he when he spun yeah. Perez and Hammonds and, and Hammonds and Beckett's eye. Perez had a Mazda spin moment, basically. He had one of the worst weekends and I'm just gonna shred him apart <laughs> I'm gonna rip him apart in the cause I need to take my anger out on someone yeah my anger from watching this race it was uh I mean he did he did good he didn't allow Lewis to get the fastest lap point yeah my friend lost well, five pounds cause he betted on Lewis or on a Mercedes getting a fastest lap 
Oh, that's a pretty bad bet. I knew on lap, essentially on lap four, yeah. that that was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, Perez, if he doesn't get up to the position to where he's getting points for the team, yeah. he's got to take, even if he's, well, actually, if he was getting one point, yeah, if he was below 10th on the second last, yeah. or last lap, he or the second or third last lap, he was below. I thought he was, I don't know if I remember this clearly, but I think he was 10th when he put it, didn't he? Yeah, no, he had to pit again. He had a tire issue, oh, a right. hydraulic issue, and had to pit again. Right. So he was he was in like sixteenth. I I thought because I knew he pitted and when he was like in like barely score or he was eleventh or tenth competing for that tenth position and suddenly just see him go in the mm-hmm. pits, put on a pair of softs just to go out and get a quality lap in basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, he had a he had a pretty horrendous weekend. Definitely. So did Vettel. Yeah, Vettel just. Spun. He just he had another Mazepin moment. Please he was simple. battling Alonso, yeah. and I was so excited to see those two titans of the sport yeah. duke it out again because they battled a little bit last weekend, and then he spun. Just classic Ferrari. I, I don't know. Like, I feel I, like Vettel at the end of every Grand Prix just like spins. That happened with Kimi Raikkonen as well. Oh, oh no, Kimi Raikkonen just completely blatantly took him out. Yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, like, he's just unlucky that he just spins out. Like, I don't, I'm not saying yeah. like, it's his fault, or like he just mm. unlucky and he just spins out. This one was a uh, self spin, but yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he, he, but big shout out to Sebastian Vettel. I almost forgot to say this for collecting garbage oh, yeah. for three hours after the I race. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, very very nice man. And yeah, so the race Norris had. Unbelievable mm. race as well. Yeah. Same thing with Ricardo. Ricardo, like you said, held back signs. Yeah. Alonso, like finishing P seven. Sonoda went from sixteenth to tenth at a pretty spectacular race. I actually focused on the overall race a lot more as soon as Max was taken. Yeah, out. yeah. I think Actually, we, we, we weren't competing I, for like we weren't looking at who's yeah. gonna get P one. I was looking at the midfield and like what's gonna happen with the podium paces basically. This year, if I'm being honest, I've watched Max and Lewis just battle it out at the mm. front and really focused on them too, and have kind of like not watched or paid as much attention to the people in the midfield. Yeah, definitely. So I usually have to watch the race twice, or I watch the race in thirty, where they just highlight the race in thirty minutes. Yeah. But this race, yeah, it was it was really it was fun to just get to watch all these midfield battles and get to get involved in that, like it was twenty twenty. Exactly. Exactly. But. On to the race we go. Let's do, let's do a race review. Oh, are we doing a um, race review? Oh, sorry. Uh, Aaron, this whole podcast was a race review. I mean, like, a specific is about the race. I, I really want to talk about um, the drive from from, Char- from Charles. I, I think yeah. if I compare last year's Silverstone to this year's Silverstone, the Ferrari last mm-hmm. year were nowhere. Like, in a year's time, Charles has taken the team from absolutely nothing to almost winning a Grand Prix yeah three laps away yeah. from a Ferrari if you told me last year that Ferrari was going to win mm. in 2021 yeah I would have thought they were cheating yeah yeah they were back to their old ways of cheating yeah he yeah what a drive from him yeah started P4 mm. and yeah just what a like for that to hold Hamilton back until the third last lap yeah was an amazing accomplishment. Exactly. Unfortunately, Hamilton just kind of walked through him yeah. and caught up to him. I mean, he had to pit, but it was to be fair. I, I, did, I did expect it. 
I did think that Hamilton would win. There was a slight slight chance if like I think Charles like pit stop as well. That hurt him a bit and the engine failures he had that hurt him a bit. I think if it wasn't for the engine failures, he would have come down to the last lap and it would have been a good battle for, for the win. Yeah. If he had to retire through that race and Hamilton had an easy walk to the to victory, mm. I would have probably shut off my TV for the, <laughs> the race. I yeah. was praying because yeah. his engine kept cutting and then his engineer was like, don't upshift yeah. when the engine he was, cuts. He was stuck on seventh for a long, long, yeah, long he time. Was, he was three seconds ahead of Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton was manage, kind of managing his tires to stay behind. Yeah. And, yeah. Then Hamilton just pulled a Hungary 2019 and mm. pitted fresh tires completely over. Sad times. But I think he's shown he's shown great consistency. And I think mm. he's he's definitely showed us where where the red team belong, where the Ferrari belongs. And I think mm. it's sort of great to see that they're sort of coming back. But I just hate how as a team they're not consistent enough. That one race will have a really great weekend, and the next one they'll just be like Paul Ricard, mm. like the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, after the tire struggles in Paul Ricard, I'm surprised his tires held on mm. as well as they did. Their tire management was yeah. amazing. You had Max and no, not Max, but you had Lewis and Valtteri and Norris. All these guys like having massive blisters mm. on their tires, and their tires were just being ripped apart. Yeah, and the Ferraris were just—they were hanging out. They were fine. Exactly. Hanging onto those tires. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Norris really unfortunate for him because I think. Yeah, the heat. I saw a lot of people, like a lot of people during that race, were getting their pit stops messed up. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like ten second penalty, uh, ten second pit stops, and unfortunately with Norris. Yeah, unlucky. But I think it happened as well. I don't know if he would have won, but it was pretty goddamn close. And he you definitely had a chance to compete for the podium. I think. I think there was like a possibility as a whiff, with the yeah. whiff in the air that he could possibly do it. He would have been Leclerc. Yeah. Yeah, basically. But got passed by Botas. Yeah. Couldn't repass Botas because it's in a Mercedes. Yeah, Botas. I mean, I, I, uh, another like he was another like perfect second driver weekend for Botas. Mm-hmm. Like he let Lewis go, and uh, I feel like every time he does that, it makes it harder for George to get in the Mercedes because Mercedes have such a good combination going with Valtteri and and Hamilton that Valtteri will always give up the position. But I, I think now more than ever he's willing to do that because if he can guarantee a seat for next year, he will mm-hmm. definitely give up a few positions this year because he knows he's not going to win the driver championship this year. Yeah, especially especially this like mm. in this race, Lewis gave him the position in the previous race in Austria. Yeah. So if he didn't do that, it would have just been massively disrespectful, exactly. especially because Lewis Hamilton is hunting for the win. Yeah, he didn't really make it easy in France but in France he begged for the two stop they said no he was very upset this time just different strategy yeah. Valtteri wasn't going to take him out of the race exactly exactly yeah. alright so you want to do a, let's do a race rating out of 10 mm-hmm. before we do driver ratings yeah. out of 10 I think it was a 6 I would say yeah I, I think I would say 7 just because of the way that the entire weekend was yeah. I would say 7 yeah like the sprint qualifying I thought got a lot of hate on the internet mm-hmm. I thought it was all right. It's just racing. Yeah. And I like racing, so, yeah, I like a six. I would say, yeah. yeah as a, a Red six, Bull seven. fan, it's a, it's a two. Yeah. It was a horrible weekend for oh, any Red Bull fans. Great weekend yeah. for me as a McLaren fan. Solid yep. P4 and 5 from the team. Very happy that Sainz finished behind Ricardo. I think Sainz was a bit unlucky this race. He he had a – I think he was a bit quicker, but I think with these cars, it's so hard to overtake. And I think yeah. he was just stuck, and Ricardo just drove really well. I think he just he yeah. had a lot he had a lot more pace in him I think. 
yeah, McLaren had the Mercedes engine powering them, mm -hmm. and obviously Ferrari does not. They have a Ferrari engine, which is basically could have gotten in out of a moped. Exactly, exactly. A little bit, fa a lot faster this year, but yeah. So exactly. Yeah, I think it's six. I'll say six, seven. All right, driver ratings. Okay, do this. Let's do it. We'll do it by. Yeah, we'll do it by race finish order. Right. Hamilton, eight, eight and a half. Actually, I'm gonna give him a nine. A nine. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Apart from the max mistake, I'm giving him a, I'm giving him a six. Yeah, I would say apart from the max mistake, he did drive pretty yeah. well. And, yeah, and, and his he drive got, was amazing. And he got a penalty for the max mistake, so I can't, I can't argue much mm -hmm. on that. Racing, apart from my opinions of what was the penalty. It was a pretty. Well, it was not yeah. a very hindering yeah. penalty, though. Yeah, but yeah, he got a penalty. As a driving wise, that, that's always hard getting a penalty and doing that. Driving wise, I would say a solid nine. Yeah, I think his sprint qualifying was really bad. He beefed up the start, yeah. just completely messed it up. Definitely. Uh, Max got by him. Yeah. And couldn't. I mean, the Red Bull was really quickly this weekend, which was such a shame to see Perez and Max not finish yeah. on the points. But yeah, so yeah, I'll give him a seven. Yeah, yeah, I'll say a nine. It was a decent quality. Okay. So we'll agree with seven. Yeah. Leclerc, 10. 10, definitely. Definitely yeah, 10. 10. Without, without, without a doubt, he'll get a 10. If you, don't, if you disagree, come see me. <laughs> there's no way that drive was a 10. He, he definitely wouldn't deserve to be in that P2 position, P1 position, and he held oh, on. He deserved as, as in the yeah, car, he, Ferrari car, a normal weekend, wouldn't deserve yeah. to be there. And he held on for all his all his life, and unlucky yeah, that he didn't so get he, it. He deserved to be there. Yeah. yeah. The car, not so much. Bottas, six. Mm. Kind of a slow. I'll say seven. Him. I'll say seven. There's not much. There's not much yeah. he could do. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. He's just different strategy. Not very quick. Yeah. Basically. Standard. Basically. Standard from Bottas. Basically. Norris, nine. I would say yeah, eight, nine, eight, nine. Very good weekend. Sprint qualifying was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Race was really good. Only got hindered by the pit stop. Yeah. He might have finished on the podium. Yeah. You know, he was like 16 seconds or 17 seconds behind Botas. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the race, so you never know how fast Botas would have caught him. Yeah. But exactly. the pit stop definitely didn't help. Ricardo, nine. I'll say nine. Yeah. First, First top five finish. Yeah. A little shameful from him that it's his first <laughs> top five finish, but he's improving. Yeah. And I have never not believed in Danny Ricardo. Exactly. Exactly. He's gotten a lot of hate this year. He's gotten a lot of hate this year. But I still think he's a really good driver. Definitely. I think he's a definitely little, he's definitely one of the best drivers out there. It's just I think adjusting yeah. the McLaren was a bit hard for him. Yeah, we've said it a million times. You just adjusting to that car from the Renault is gonna be very challenging. Yeah. And he... He's a very proven, yeah. good driver. So yeah, exactly, exactly. But struggling a little bit this year, which exactly. is all right. Everyone has those struggles. Exactly. Okay. Signs. Solid seven eight. Solid seven eight. Yeah, like I'll I'll give him an eight. He had a great race. I mean, he had a pretty decent race. I guess couldn't get ahead uh, of Ricardo. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> couldn't get there. Sprint qualifying couldn't do a lot yeah. there because yeah. he got taken out. So eleventh to sixth, that's like an eight. I'll say eight, yeah. Alonso nine. Nine, nine, Easy and a half, nine. I would say as well. Yeah, a nine. Perfect week. Uh, you know what? Ten. Great race from yeah. him. Yeah. Solid definitely. start to the sprint race. Yeah. You know the race pace isn't there, but what a drive from him! Yeah. And beating his teammate. Exactly. Undoubtedly, 
he qualified 11th. Well, Alonso's first. like, he's acting like he never left. <laughs> he just like yeah. popped back and in. He's he, like, hey guys, I'm, I'm taking a quick hiatus and I'm back now. I'm trashing was. all your asses. <laughs> he was also, yeah, he's, well, where was he? Yeah, he's P13 and yeah. uh, FP2. Ocon, yeah, but that, none of the free practice matters. I don't even know why I said that. Alonso, yeah. Yeah. Solid race from him. Mm-hmm. Stroll. Where did Stroll start? He started 14th and went to 8. Like 7, 8, I think. I didn't see a lot of Stroll, to be fair. Yeah, his qualifying was pretty poor. Yeah, yeah. And Rovettel's, again, like, beat him in qualif- or the, yeah, qualifying, which was good. Yeah. Fifth sprint qualifying, yeah. So, yeah. like a 6, I'll 7. i yeah, solid 7. Solid 7. Average weekend. Ocon, 5. I would say six. I'm gonna push it to a six. Not much. Right. Not much well, more I'll he could do. At, yeah, I'll keep it at five. All right. Who's <laughs> <laughs> next? Yeah, he. Yeah, I don't even. Sonoda. Solid seven. Yeah, Solid I'll seven, give him eight. like a six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Went from P. He got a point for the team, which is good. You know, beat his teammate, yeah. which is always good, no matter what happens to Gasly, and. I don't know what happened to Gasly this weekend. I just like I he he wasn't on the pace the entire weekend. Like since FP one till about the end of the race, he was never never really there. Mm-hmm. I think Alphatari just doesn't like this track. I think. Yeah, I don't think it's one of their strongest tracks. He did qualify. Yeah, qualified P twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Sprint qualifying, he finished P twelve, and in the race P eleven. So a pretty standard race. So yeah, yeah. six definitely. Russell uh, got a three-pace penalty for taking yeah. out signs, finished in the top 10 in the sprint race, but finished P12. He needs, I think he needs to work on a start. Like we saw, yeah. we saw in the race, in the sprint race as well, sprint qualifying, whatever it is, that he needs to work on a start. I don't think the Williams just, he's not very good at starting that because if he can get good starts and he's, he's like, let's say he qualified P13 or P12, he can jump in the points. Once in the points, he has to stay there. I think that's a lot more easier for him to score points. If he has a bad start, he goes down a few spots and then starts competing with Alfa Romeos, and at that point, he doesn't have any chance to catch up with the rest. Yeah, he hasn't been great with dealing with pressure, and I think this is why Mercedes is hesitating to sign him mm-hmm. a little bit if they haven't already signed him. They may have, yeah. but not to bring this topic up again, but yeah, yeah. when... You know, fighting for P10 is a way different beast than fighting for a win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's shown he can deal with the pressure for fighting for that win. Yeah. But and he's done that proven in his racing career so far. But yeah, he he just needs to work on his starts, like you said. Exactly. He needs to work on dealing with the pressure a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's very timid. Yeah. In the starts, like he's a, he's, I think he's nervous of crashing out. Yeah. Possibly, he just yeah. Needs to be a little bit more aggressive. Exactly. Take some notes from Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Exactly. Apparently. And Alonso as well. Yeah, and Alonso. Yeah. Giovinazzi. I just meant more in the aggression. Yeah. Yeah. Giovinazzi. Six. Yeah. Like a six. <laughs> Average yeah. weekend. No idea. Where you, this is where we get to the people we have no idea. Yeah. Six. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, there's idea. a few down there that it's, it, that should be very very low. Oh yeah. yeah. Latifi. Six. Five, five six. six. That's not much I could speak. Raikkonen. Five six. No, Raikkonen had a, a pretty decent rate. Uh, the race was bad. The sprint race was okay. Yeah. So yeah. Five six. We'll give him a 
I said six. Yeah, five. Six. A five. So, no. Perez, two. One. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him a two because he did get fastest lap. Yeah. So we'll give him one point for fastest lap yeah. and one point for... Finishing the race. But, yeah. <laughs> losing the car. Yeah. You know, granted, he didn't have as much practice, I guess. Yeah. But losing the car and then not really being able to crawl back in a full distance race from last place like starting from the pit yeah with 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 that with the red bull yeah is a pretty shameful performance yeah. like, i was really hoping he could pull in like p9 or p8 yeah yeah he did pit to get on those tires so p16 yeah. maybe he was more like a p12 p13 is realistic yeah but yeah shame pretty shameful weekend from him yeah definitely definitely agree. yeah Mazepin four yeah. could not stop spinning. <laughs> just he just couldn't. I mean, stop he beat spinning. Mick. He did beat me. Actually, I'll give him kudos for that. I'll bump him up to a six. Yeah, yeah, five six. Average weekend. <laughs> yeah, he yeah couldn't stop spinning. Mm. Beat Mick, and then Mick Schumacher, same thing. Six. Yeah, five or six. I would say there's not much Vettel, you can do with the house, can you? Yeah, a lot of fives and sixes. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, Vettel five. I'll give him I would say three or three or four. I'll give him oh, a bit low. Give, you can't give him as low as Perez. I would I would definitely give him a little more. I think he could he definitely could have the, the pace was there on the car. Stroll finish was it P eight P nine, and yeah, he, he was a lot P8. quicker the entire weekend than Stroll, as in pace wise. He just yeah, spun out and ruined his ruined his entire time. Yeah, his qualifying was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Qualified P ten, I got into Q three, yeah. but he didn't have a great sprint race. Yeah. And then, like, where did he finish in this sprint race? Oh, my God. He finished P8. He finished right. P8. He, he had a yeah, finished bad. P8. So he dropped, like, pretty decent, basically. Yeah, pretty decent sprint race. Yeah. And then he didn't finish the race yeah. because he spun yeah. and then had issues. So, yeah, a five. Yeah, four. I would say four. Four or three. And then Verstappen. Can't really give him a rating, got, I would say. I'm going to give him bait. Well, he did have the sprint race. Yeah. It was the sprint race. Yeah, I would say so, seven, eight. Eight. Let's give it an eight. Give him a nine. There's not much. Yeah, I, you, it matters on Sunday, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll give him an eight. I'll give him an eight. Well, it also matters when your rival. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. But we're pre- um, we've already Again, we touched on that. You think it's Lewis's fault? It was fault? a racing incident. That was Hamilton's fault. Don't think he really should have gotten a penalty. Yeah. If he was going to get a penalty, I think it should have been more aggressive than that. Mm-hmm. Kind of think he should have got a penalty. Kind of not. Try not to be biased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Which I, I've never realized. <laughs> yeah. We've already talked about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Verstappen. Yeah, I'll give him an eight. He had a decent... He's, he was only seven one-hundredths behind mm-hmm. Hamilton yeah. after qualifying, which is you know a very small margin in considering that Hamilton was mega quick. Yeah. He was really quick in that qualifying session. Yeah. How he got pulled, I'm not sure. Then completely embarrassed Hamilton in the sprint race. Yeah. Just took off and, the line and never looked back. Yeah, th- then got kind of taken out. Mm-hmm. And just being aggressive, like that's a championship-type move. Yeah. And, yeah, so nine. Yeah, I would say eight, nine, yeah. Okay. So, predictions for Hungary. Uh, Red Bull win. Yep. Checo podium. Red Bull win, Checo podium. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Lewis win. Okay. Pains me to say it. Or a Mercedes win. Okay. So one of us is gonna be wrong because yeah. it's definitely gonna be those two. And 
a boring race. Mm. That makes sense. Okay. So, we'll be able to tell if it's a yeah, boring race or not. Definitely. Hungary definitely. usually is. Actually, no. Rain. That's Ooh. the second prediction. I would love Mercedes to see win. Rain. I would love to see some rain. I thought if it rained, the, I have like my, I have like I was thinking about sprint qualifying, and this would be a perfect weekend. On qualifying on the Friday, it's nice and sunny. It's nice and perfect conditions. Mm-hmm. The sprint race or qualifying is wet, like ex- extremely wet. That would be yeah. insanely fun to watch. And in the morning of the race, it starts off being wet and it ends off being dry. That would be the perfect weekend as a fan to watch. Yeah, so you get a little bit of... Because I like watching racing in the dry, but I also love watching yeah. racing a, lo- a lot more in the wet. Yeah. So it'd be good to get that balance. Or a dry sprint qualifying and then just a pouring exactly. wet race. So none of their none of their data really applies. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But we'll see how the sprint races pan out in the future. It's going to be happening at two more events. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. yeah. So, are anything else to say before we sign off? That's it. Um, just yeah. Lewis and Max. Great, great, Crash. pretty good. I think a pretty good Silverstone weekend. I love seeing the fans back. And I hope everyone yeah. stays yeah. safe after that, and hope everyone is safe. And just want to touch upon that. Um, as an undercut podcast team, we completely disagree with all like the racial, racial comments made against Hamilton. I think great. it's completely. Absolutely, yeah. do not condone any any language like that yeah. in any comments. As uh, uh, ridiculous, exactly, exactly. And so, and a great tweet from uh, Lewis. I mean, he, he won seven times. That is, or is eight, is it eight or seven times. It's his eighth. It's win. Eight, eight win at his home race, and it's, it's only a few people that have done that. And yeah. he's part of the elite list. Schumacher and Senna. Senna. I think Senna and Imola. Yeah. And Schumacher, oh, I forget where Schumacher did it. But it's yeah. Austria, I think, or Austria, sure. one of them, one of them. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for watching. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun today. I hope you did as well. Yeah. And yeah, we will see you next week for a very interesting and fun off week podcast. Definitely, definitely. So. A few more controversial right. topics and a bit more of excitement Ooh. in there. Maybe, maybe a special guest. Yeah, exactly. You never know. You never know. But all right. Bye, everyone. Peace out.